Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 190 of the Peak of Serenity podcast. I am, as always, one of your hosts, Emelson, and joining me, we have my co-host, Anomaly. Hello. And this week, at least one of us has killed Firak. This guy. I did it all by myself. Yep. It was great. Yep. I'm done f- forever. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, we got to help him pick a new DPS main now. Um, but then we also have a bunch of Firak nerfs. That may have been a contributing factor. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Yes. Uh and uh, we have uh, the MDI that is going on right now, and it has a suspiciously low amount of healers. That is true. Yeah, there's a lot. A little. Yeah, we're back to we're back to four DPS comps. Back to four yeah. DPS comps in MDI, yeah. which is always. Remember when they nerfed El- uh, enhancement and elemental shaman because they had too much off healing in season one? Yeah, yeah. Didn't. That's eh, we've scaled. We've scaled. We've, we're, we're ramping. Yeah, we're ramping. Jeez, but yeah, we have a uh, we have a lot to talk about. So, um, so yeah, no, I think to, uh, Firek. Yeah, we can talk about Firek. So I think we talked about all the nerfs uh, last week. Um, we? Yeah, we did. But I wanted to leave them in there just so I okay. it was more for me to remember okay. like how what exactly they did. And so yeah, so we at least I'll, I'll kick it off. So we actually did get Firek this week. Um, got it like Thursday, halfway through our raid night. So uh, basically like three quarters away through our full raid week. Got it. Um, and it was. It's fight. It's a fight that is now dead, and I will probably have to kill it maybe one more time when we come back from our little break, uh, as we roll some new people in, and then I'm then I'm probably done killing it as a as a as a sorry as a healer. Uh, it's still hands down one of the worst fights I've ever done as a healer. Um, it, yeah, I have. There are still I think when we talked about it last week and how upset I was, I am still that upset even though it's dead. Um, phase three it does not redeem the fight at all. It's. Phase three, I think, so my frustration with phase three actually has more to do with my raid than the mechanics in that, like, okay. our hunters are extremely slow. Like, they are out in the middle of nowhere, and then when they have to drop their seed, they drop it at the last possible second that you can drop it without killing the raid. It's just like, anyway. Um, but, yeah, we killed it. Um, we had, a, we had a, a couple deep P3 pulls earlier on in the night, and then... To be fair, like I, I was telling you, we we only ever saw past the second roar twice. Uh, the first time we wiped, I think shortly afterwards, to like a seed getting hit. The second time we killed the boss. Yeah. So I've only ever seen like the third roar once, and that was the the kill pull. So, um, yeah, I mean P three, I think with all the nerfs, ends up being a lot less chaotic. I mean, ultimately a lot less seeds going around, a lot less you know people dodging mechanics. Um, so it's definitely a lot a lot easier. Um, you still have to do it, so it's not a jailer it's not a freebie. Yeah, it's not a jailer level of like, hey, we're done here. Like, there's still you still should need to position well your raid. Like, you there are still yeah. things you need to care about. But no, it's a for us. It was super. It was very anticlimactic. We did kill it after the roar, though the fourth roar. Yeah. Um, so, uh, like right afterwards, so we had some immunes there right at the end. Had like maybe a mill, mill and a half. Did you do the? Did you do the uh, tech where you can drop? So you can drop two seeds on the first one, but yep. you only get one corrupted seed. Yeah, that's which a means we that, used. Yeah, yeah, one fewer person has to dodge for the rest of the phase. Yeah, it makes it, it that that tech. I think if you're progressing Firac now, that's that's what you need to do because it's it's one less corrupted seed to go out, one less seed to dodge mechanics with, right? Right. Um, basically, Just lower risk of wipes. Yeah, yeah. Two it's less like people. If, if you could a part of that, if so. you could opt out of the bombs on Halandris. Yeah, if you could opt out one of the bombs, like trading, you would 100% do that, yeah. yeah. So it's very similar. Um, but no, it's still, I mean, all even with all the nerfs, my my biggest cries for the fight are still the same. I then So then I did this thing, which I shouldn't have done, but I was like, how many dispels have I, did, did I actually do? So oh, looked at across every pull that we did. Nice, Every nice. pull. Using I that, did, that multi-report analysis uh, yeah, feature? Yeah, multi-report analysis feature yeah, that I don't, yeah. that somehow our guild has it. I don't know why they would. Um, I had 4,500 dispels, which <laughs> is that including revival? Oh yeah. That's including revival. So okay. if you take out okay. revival, okay. sorry, if you take out 850 revival dispels, so it's 30, what is that? It's 30, 37, 3,700 dispels. Second place in my guild is 3,400. I did 300 more dispels across every, like I'm, I was, it's just the most frustrating thing. 
Uh, also, I didn't like I watched back. So like our guild or our, our main tank, um, I guess guild leader too, uh, recorded the fight. So I watched it because I don't know what happens in P2. Because my entire P2 is running is from one side the, yeah. to the other side and healing ads. So like I didn't know what like I knew kind of what shadow cages were, but I didn't know how the big ads came down. I don't know what they did with the little ads, like how yeah. they all get in the middle. Like that was cool and interesting. Um, how they deal yeah. with blazes because I'm out in the middle of nowhere. So I, I mean, I'm glad it's dead. Um, but it's just it it's not a fun fight. So but I will say we only had total 12 P3 pulls. So like once you get to P3, like as long as you have a plan on movement, so we had a really detailed like raid plan for movement. So like yeah. everybody knew where to go with with each yeah. each seed drop. So as long as you put that together and like your seed carriers are good at the game, like it's easy. Right. Also make sure your tanks know exactly when they need to swap because we wiped once to that. Because they were like, we we swap after the circle. No, we swap before. I'm like, just get on the same page, dudes. Um, so yeah, but no, it's a it's a fight. It's over. Ended up our highest. I think we saw you highest ranking since Eternal Palace worldwide and, and in the U.S. So um, I guess we played well. It's funny yeah. we were we did the math or we did like a little bit of like fuzzy math in that like we ended up after we killed Smolderon, we didn't actually initially just extend on Tindril. We went back and recleared two more times to get the skip. Yeah. Um, and uh, and actually then the fourth week actually cleared using the skip. So actually essentially had like four smolder on kills. Um, and we also ended up instituting like 10 minute breaks every hour. So instead of doing like we do like one 15 minute break about halfway Bigger through. Bigger breaks. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we did. We basically added essentially 15 more minutes of breaks every raid night because we, we played like three times for 10 minutes instead of once for 15. Um, and so... If you take out all of that, if we just did what we normally did, didn't do the reclears, just started extending on Tindril the moment we killed Smolderon, just started, you know, yeah. uh, our normal raid time, we would have probably killed it like a week and a half earlier, which would have meant that we would have been like top 100 US. You you say that, but... We would have killed the guild though. Like that's the other part. Yeah, <laughs> and also just nerfs, right? Yeah, that's true. We wouldn't have got A week and a half nerfs, ago, so. you would have not had the the firec nerfs in you would have not like if that you killed uh tindril a week and a half sooner that would have been pre-nerf that's true i mean we were we were pushing p3 on tindril when the nerfs came in so like i think even if the nerfs came a week later i think we would have gotten him before those okay um but we in not. any event <laughs> yeah in, in any event like you're we right i guess not. the nurse would have would nerfs on fire yeah. up would have definitely changed that but it's just interesting to think about, like if we would have pushed a little bit harder. But there's a there's a side checking off of Firearc for a second. I I have some some thoughts on on Firearc as well. We're we're yeah. getting into phase three, but um, one of the things that I spent some time looking at um, this tier is what we would gain from reclearing more because we've historically like been really big on just extending. Like yeah. we we extend pretty early uh, compared to most guilds. And we just hard extend for like the whole tier. But some of that has been that historically our reclears have sucked. And yeah. we finally got things sorted out this tier. And it basically just boils down like, just don't swap people. People are going to ask like, hey, can I come in for this boss to get this item? And you just have to tell them no. Yeah. You just have to tell them no. We're running the same comp. <laughs> and that's like we, we re-cleared and it took like an hour and a half. And it is so smooth. And even like last year, um, everything was a smooth reclear except for Scarred every time. Yeah. Um, or could have been if we were like not doing swaps. Right. Yeah. That, that was always our, at least healer wise, we always had the rule that like we needed two, we needed first kill plus I think it's two more. And then we, then we start messing with healer comp, particularly for the yeah. end bosses. Like, Early yeah. bosses, maybe after the first kill, we'll swap people up because they're, they're they're pretty simple. But like, yeah, once you get to like that second or that last quarter of the the raid is like basically like two, three full kills, same healer comp, and then we can make yeah. swaps if we need to. So, so, uh, so I was looking as well at how much gear we gained from our clears after we killed specifically Razageth because like Aberus was really mm -hmm. awkward with the um, amount of gear that you got. Like the upgrade system was just not tuned mm -hmm. for for how people used it, um, but like in in Vault of the Incarnates, we would have gotten over five percent power gain basically by continuing to reclear, which oh, wow, just like a five percent nerf to the end boss, right? How many pulls does that save? Oh yeah, 
probably it probably a t- I mean probably a non significant like a, a significant amount right if you think about it right and we extended for Diurna I think I think we extended after Dathia yeah so um that's wild yeah, yeah. we're probably yeah. going to be doing more extending in the future rather than less or more more uh more reclearing in the future rather than less although of course we have season 4 coming up where extending is not really a thing yeah that seems yeah like not the thing you'll be doing. Yeah, in season four. Yeah, I forgot that that's coming. Ugh, gross. Um, but no, what what are your? So those are my thoughts on Fire. I mean, like killed it. Great. It was it, honestly, I think to me, it came as a. It, it's funny whenever we kill a boss, and I don't know if this will ever happen again, but like I always go back to the feeling that when we killed Jaina the first time, even even actually Queen Ajara too, like in that same that same era, and um. And like the amount of just like excitement, like, right? Like where you're yeah. just like, boss is getting low. Everyone knows it. Like you've done everything you've put in the time. You're like, we just got to get like, this is it. Like this is the final push. And I just feel like nowadays, particularly, and this might be a combination of maybe two things, but in my mind, it's that like the, as the bosses, as the end bosses, as you get longer into their fights, there becomes like, it almost becomes like less hard. If that may yeah. like, I don't know, I don't know how to, I don't know how to describe it. It's not that the fights are generally easier because I think we talked about it before the podcast of like, you know, like Sarkareth, half the fight is the final phase, right? But it's like, right. but it's the same four mechanics, right? So it's just like, can you do those mechanics in that order three times in a row, right? Yeah. And so like the the difficulty just ends up not, I don't know, it ends up getting lower, and it it always feels like it's not the same way the difficulty in like P one gets lower, and like Firek in my mind is like I think P one arguably P one Firek is the hardest part. Yeah, is somewhat is almost the hardest part of the fight, and then P two has a similar difficulty in like the um the, like the DPS like the ad control yeah DPS yeah. And, and healing requirements, but P three is just like can you have four people do seats? Because if you can have four people do seats, the rest of your raid just has to stand in a general area away from them, and you you win right, and so. I don't know. I feel like there's a, in my mind, there's a trend of bosses like that. I think you gave me some examples that aren't like that, but I think even in those examples, it's like the, the example is like half the fight is P3, right? So it's just like, yeah, if there like, was a more balanced phase distribution. I like, think you'd see like. Denathrius, I think is the big counter example where yeah, like I mean, Denathrius P3 is, is short relative to the rest of the fight, but wow, is it like it moves you're oh, going yeah. going 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 and everybody has to be on point or everybody dies basically yeah but you're also in my only counterpoint to that is is i would say uh denathrius is one of the best fights they've ever done like top yeah but it is three. like we were we were <laughs> so like we only got three raid tiers last year we're only getting three raid tiers this year um so jailer obviously like in large part due to nerfs yeah but virtually nobody killed it without those nerves right like yeah so the end of the fight it's not really a phase like even we killed it before the big 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 round of nerfs and it was still like we did two frontals yeah in p4 and that's it right yeah it's it yeah it just yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's a trend here, but that was that's not one of my only issues with in general. Fire the mechanics themselves are annoying, but like end bosses don't like. When I go back to Jaina, Jaina P1 after about a hundred pulls or even less than that, it was like you have it on lock and you basically have people who screw up dropping bombs, right? Like that's that's the screw up, right? It's but it's not a thing. And then P2 is like a huge movement thing, so there's like a lot of like okay, like making sure your raid moves correctly, and then like whoever your spotter is, make sure that's right. Um, but then the final phase of Jaina from like killing the the ad in the hallway, can, you know, and and can, like basically DPS racing her, right? Yeah. That's sort of like a, I don't know. There's a, there's an there's an essence of like to me like that the end of the fight should be that type of like all out. And Denathrius is the exact same thing where it's just it like is. yeah, like P one is like a joke. P, yeah, P two is like you can once you get the four ads control and the movement through mirrors, right? Like P two, you can sort of kind of do all together it's still a little it's still scary as a healer i mean yeah. i'm assuming dps is very similar but then p3 is that like mirror phase you're just like holy shit like there's precise movement different people get different mechanics so everyone has to know yeah. what to do it just yeah. didn't seem like fire was like that it didn't seem like razageth was like that or sarkareth 
I mean, Razageth P3 is like whatever. Like that's just a yeah awful. And and some of the Razageth P3 is like the the fight was overtuned and they just had to nerf something for Christmas, right? Yeah. And so P3 got the axe basically. You you don't. We saw P3 like twice or something before we killed it. P3 is not that. Yeah, hard. it's yeah. Which is in my mind, like it, it just it it to me it just those type of fights stick out in yes. my mind is like Twice anything that isn't of Jaina level or Denathrius level is like of Razigath level in my mind. Like there's no like yeah I don't know I don't ever feel I, like middling like ah oh, that was an okay one like it's always just like damn I wish this was like more epic. So I do like. Sarkarath for us was like that, but we were doing a strat where we were um, planning to skip some, or we had uh, it was actually kind of a healer check. The end, like the seven ten bombs blowing up, the double bomb. Then yeah. we were just like jamming revival and hoping for the best kind of deal. <laughs> nice. um, and then just like sitting there and DPS burning it and we were not getting the next set of mechanics. And if we got the next set of mechanics, we were hosed. And so it's just like this 30 second, like, okay, we got to get this down or we die. Yeah. That is um, awesome. I was so, and in my mind, the fight should make you do that. Right. Like, like yeah. to be fair, Fire Rock P3 has a bit of that. It's not as tight, I would say, but like if well, you do the, if you do the yeah. double C drop in P1, you basically have until that roar and that, that fourth roar, then you're dead. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so like where we are on Firek, um, we had just actually a really stellar raid that on Friday. Almost didn't because we had uh, our our DPS warrior uh, posted out shortly before uh, oh, wow. because uh, it turns out kidney stones. It's a great time. Um, and then uh, our DPS DK uh, had their power, or not power, internet go out. They didn't get internet back until this morning. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Um, but, uh, you know, it turns out the problem was so bad that they actually got a real tech out to look at it. And now their internet's, uh, they're, you know, getting the speeds that they were supposed to have been getting the entire time. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh, well, it sucks that they got it, but also they got it fixed. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, we had a really, really good raid night. Um, we spent some time ironing out some remaining intermission issues. And then honestly, like our phase one was just so consistent and clean the whole time yeah it was it was great and we, so we spent most of our time working on phase two working on getting the ad control down working on getting shadow cages done working on not blazing the ads still uh. a problem dude <laughs> it was all of our wives on on thursday were to basically p2 blazes awful and um so we uh still have to get better at the ad control uh and it's not so much about reaching phase three it's about when you have ads that are out in the middle of nowhere that didn't get knocked or gripped correctly, that costs you boss damage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we need that boss damage in order to be able to kill it before the fourth roar. We are planning to use the same strat that you did where we drop double seeds on the first one. We only get mm -hmm. one corrupted seed there. And honestly, it might well be that like, um, one thing we, so like the way we were planning to tank phase three is like my co-tank takes the first two bites and then I I have a seed during that, and I drop the first seed. And then I mm -hmm. take the next two while he has the corrupted seed, and then we swap. But there's also the possibility that we just don't swap back. Oh. Because we're only getting... We should only be getting four more bites total. Okay. So it's going to kind of play by ear. Um, yeah. Because we should, like, two more bites would be the second seed. And yep. I guess we would get six more bites total, but like blood DK is a joke. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah. So yeah. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I, that was, I think, like I said, once we, I think once you get that consistent, like P2 down and you can push into P3 with like at your, cause I'm, I'm assuming you're targeting like right around 40%, right. From a DPS point of view or targeting. Yeah. yeah. Like, let me actually see. We, we did not have a single push with, everybody alive going into okay. uh p3 so that's that's you know something into this but like we have a 29 percent wipe now mm -hmm. that we had that was super good but we had a dps dead for most of phase two gotcha um so it is like if i pull up our uh boss hp kind of as we head into phase three um click 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 all right 
or craft logs cooperate. There we go. Forty-five <laughs> percent, which is too gotcha. high. Yeah, that's that's high. Yeah. Um, so forty percent, ideally sub forty percent. Um, but like we had, we've had a, we have two warriors on our roster. One of them had IRL stuff for a lot of the early part of the tier, so they're they were in on on um, on Friday, and they were eye level. Oh, they were they're up to 482 now, so they're not as as down okay. as they were. Uh, so they like were in the it. in the 475 range for a lot of the tier, and yeah. like they came in on Tindril and they were they were playing Tindril with us, but they also like are not doing the same that our other warrior that's now 487 with the legendary and everything is doing. Yeah, and yeah. like that's you know they had IRL, so they didn't they didn't get to to keep up the same as as everybody else did. But yeah. Um, so we're gonna see how tonight goes. Hopefully, like there's a there's a real chance that we could kill it. I don't want to bet on it because there's still a lot of work for us to do. I feel like in phase two mm-hmm. to clean that up. Yeah, we still have people that do the wrong thing with shadow cages, right? That like or with the break for shadow cages, they'll like move in, they'll get cc'd with the shadow cage people and they'll just be floating up there yeah and like it happens to work for this like very suboptimal please don't do it exactly yeah no yeah we've we uh we had a couple yeah we had to we had a specific talk about that particularly for our melee dps because a lot of times they were on the wrong side of the boss they were like basically it was like them boss cages and we were like yeah always stay between cages and boss like always have sorry always have the cages like right behind you don't have the boss in between so you don't have to like run around or like you can just run yeah. right through right or run right behind but yeah yeah now i, I think i mean, like i said you, you get i think if you get a good pull into p3 and everybody knows the movement like that fight falls over right yeah um, so no good luck for sure yeah, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be yeah. exciting. I like the worst case scenario for tonight, right? Is that we go back to wiping in phase phase one over and over again. But like yeah. our our Sunday or our, our Friday was just we had 40 wipes and 10 of them were in phase one. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. And that's just like, and some of these are like 30 second wipes, right? You know, somebody accidentally pulled it, it took forever to reset kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Oh, man. All right. Well, maybe we can move on to some news for this week. We spent a lot of time yeah. talking about how amazing Firek is as a fighter, but loves it. Um, but not me. Um, it's a lot more fun if you're not playing Dispel Simulator. Yeah, dude. I don't. Oh, God. Or healing random ads that walk around um, without any sort of targeting frame. Um, okay. We were talking about that. So a couple things from the news this week. Um, so uh, the former narrative director, Steve didn't Dan Dan user? Did I say his name? Um, basically, who he departed Blizzard last November, I believe. Um, sort of quietly, not a lot of notice there. Did give an interview to PC Gamer, um, essentially just kind of going over like what really I think the interview sort of centered more on like what he worked on there and a little bit of the reasoning behind why he left. Um, so I think a lot of like what we already thought he did or had a direct hand in, like kind of lines up right um the whole old god whispers were mostly him um a lot of the stay a while and listen type cinematic like in world cinematic things that you could watch were written and sort of by him and then you know he also wrote the relationship between nathanos and sylvanas which i think caused a lot of you're you're on one side or the other that uh whatever you feel uh he had a huge hand or really kind of drove that one pretty pretty uh extensively so yeah he gets a lot of the flack for shadowlands in general mm-hmm. correctly because he was like the director. He was a narrative director yeah he was a narrative director he he should get the flag for the trash fire that was the shadowlands story yeah yeah um but uh <laughs> it's so weird looking through the list of some of the other stuff that he did it's like yeah there's some good stuff here um marksmanship hunter artifact quest line not one of them the other ones there's some good <laughs> stuff there um the whispers are cool i mean the ilganoth and nazoth stuff that whisper stuff was really cool um and it but then there's just this big looming like you did the jailer yeah like that was yeah that was you like that was under uh, on your watch you thought hey 
let's basically retcon 30 years of Warcraft lore and basically say this one person that no one knows about is behind all of it. And that's yeah. going to be the story. I do think it is extremely funny if you go, if you're in the Barrens in, uh, in SOD, mm -hmm. people will, will ask, uh, you know, somebody will ask where to find Mancraig's wife, right? It's the Barrens. Yeah. That's, uh, that's the joke. And then people will start riffing on uh, the jailer killed her and like, uh, <laughs> who's the jailer? And just all this, like, it's Ooh. it's a huge joke on that side of the community, which is, you know, probably one of the best ways it could have ended, but... <laughs> yeah no it's it's bad yeah I'm, i am i am interested i will say like the one thing like talking about story i am interested to see how they handle how they handle bringing sylvanas back right because you almost assume that somewhere within this new world saga is that what the name of their calling yeah. it the next three yeah a world soul saga sylvanas comes back so i wonder how that happens i wonder what medicine's got up his sleeve to fix whatever this person ruined so we've I, i'm betting the second expansion of the world soul saga we get the return of the uh of, of sylvanas like it's it's the war within midnight and then the last titan right so like yeah. in midnight in the darkest hour a illidan and b yeah. sylvanas oh that's gonna be so good dude i'm excited um but yeah so give a quick um you know he gave a quick Dan user, Dan user. I don't even want to say his name. Dan user, Dan user. Uh, gave a, the, this interview. It's good if you want to just listen to what he had to say. He does mention that he didn't leave because Metzen came back. He was just sick, you know, not sick, but he was tired of sort of working on the same game for eight years. But uh, I think behind and, the scenes, it might have also little, got but. forced out by the return to office policy. Sounds like yeah, like a lot true, of other high, higher ups. Yeah, because he's he was he lives or he's from Minnesota, so. And they were going to make him go back to or move to California. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, an interesting little interview. Um, let's see some of the other stuff we worked on, which to your point, not as bad as a lot of the Shadowland stuff. So um, the other thing, too, that, that came out actually came out last week. We never talked about this. Um, we did talk about the Mistweaver one, but the Windwalker sort of retrospective article came out probably now about two weeks ago. Um, written by, of course, the one and only Babs, the only Windwalker to ever play the game. Um, and uh, it's extensive, as Babs will be. Um, so definitely read through it. I, I read through a little bit of it. I think he's got a lot of really good points. I think the problem ends up being that like, literally the same points he's made in this article, he has made in probably every expansion level retrospective or expansion preview he's written, which is like, it always boils down to like uh, scaling being an issue always for windwalkers and then like this for whatever reason them not being able to really nail down a, a tier set that makes sense for them so um but yeah I, I yeah i think if you care about windwalker definitely read through it i mean babs has always got some really good takes um it's really good background and i just feel like i i personally felt like i've read something similar from him like at the end of Shadowlands, right? When they did like a little, I think they did these same retrospectives, maybe not as deep. Maybe they were like wish list for the future uh, going to Dragonflight, but. Yeah. yeah, there's like, there's definitely some genuine complaints here. And I'm glad to see like when I, I read it that like Babs was not um, just stuck on the fact that it's faster now. Like yeah. he's he's famously a downtime enjoyer. He wants to like push a button and then have time to breathe. Yep. Um, and you, that's not Windwalker right now. No, it's it's not Windwalker right now. Um, yeah. so yeah, there's uh there's other stuff going on. I think the biggest one for me is probably Touch of Death, right? Yeah. Like, Touch of Death being is such a huge source of power for them um but it's so niche right like if you can't use touch of death then it's really not great but if you can it's like so much damage really good yeah yeah um i i do think having having played both mage and played mage with uh rune of power and uh and uh <laughs> brewmaster actually with with jade uh was it called Jade Fire Stomp? No, Jade Fire Stomp. No, yeah. Fail yeah. Stomp in Legion. Yeah, no. Or no, in, in Shadowlands. Um, they're not comparable. They're not even a little bit comparable. They're they're not even in the same universe. <laughs> like Rune of Power was so much worse. Like he comments on like, oh, Mage lost Rune of Power. Rune of Power is 40% damage. 
Yeah, it's, it was massive. Yeah. It's forty percent damage in a tiny, tiny area. Uh, Phalanx Zomp is not forty percent damage, and it's in a much larger area, and you get a lot more resets. Uh, they're they're not the same. <laughs> yeah, However, no. I, I do see like the the movement restrictions on Phalanx Zomp being the pain. That's kind of why you didn't play it for Brewmaster in China. Yeah. It's one of the reasons. Yeah, and I think yeah, even for even for Mistweaver, it's they luckily for Mistweaver, there's an easy way to reset it. So like you can yeah, it can, you can reset it pretty often. Um, so you're never having to wait. What is it like a thirty second cooldown? I think baseline. Yeah. So I mean, you can still do the cheapest tech as Windwalker too. Yeah, yeah, if but you, I think if even you mess up, but even with even with Mistweaver, though, I think Mistweaver just has more ability like abilities to actually get the reset faster right. than than like a Windwalker yeah. would. Yeah. So. Um, it becomes less of an issue. Um, yeah. That, so, yeah. There's a. I have not played a lot of Woodwalker this expansion, so I'm not. I can't comment on it too much. I, the other thing I did notice is that he he's also like Woodwalker has a lot of buttons, and yeah. he calls out specifically Cat Statue <laughs> as something that could go. It's another on GCD uh, cooldown that doesn't interact with the rest of your buttons. It just does damage. You put it down, yeah. and it just does damage. And I I'm on board with that one. That's yeah, uh, I think Brewmaster's I, got the same situation. Too many buttons, too many on GCD cooldowns. Yeah, I think in general the the statues themselves need a rework. I think across all the specs. So I think the uh, Ox statue is niche, but where it's good, it's really good. Yeah, I think the problem with it being I think the problem is is that if they make it like making them capstone talents in the uh yeah. the class tree means you will always have those three statues like i would be fine if they moved ox maybe into like the brewmaster specific tree or moved it lower in it and created new capstones right i just think yeah the fact that it is ex- like the fact that it exists and it's good means that like there would need to be corresponding statues for the other two specs and um so. uh, i don't know that, that necessarily follows but uh, maybe from a design point of view i think it makes the most like flavor and design of having like statue be the capstone and having one yeah. for each spec you know, it's kind of like where I where I was coming from. So. Yeah, I would I would like to see, uh, like I Ox statue is good. I used it on Sarkareth, um to corral the ads, right? Like you could mm-hmm. just drop Ox statue, and then AOE taunt them and keep them under control really well, and that's really nice. Brings a lot. Um, you give up some damage for it right now, which does suck, but uh, you know, sacrifices have to be made for the good of the the good of the prog. That is true. That is true. Um, well, cool. Well, that's uh, that's on the Windwalker stuff. So definitely. Sorry we missed that last week. Sorry, Babs. We should probably call out things. That Don't apologize to Babs. Yeah, no, I feel bad though. Um, next up, just a little bit of news. Doesn't affect us over here in North America, but last week the EU had a little bit of trouble redeeming their tokens. So for a couple of days, um, the uh, uh, Blizzard had disabled token redemption um so you couldn't redeem uh, your wow tokens for blizzard balance uh for a couple days um i think it's now been resolved um i believe that was the update i think as i read through this maybe it's still going on but in any event um a lot of people were speculating like this is blizzard or this is the first step of like game pass being a way to get wow for free or something i was like dude chill out we're not making too much uh it's that quick of inroads but yeah so um possible bug there it, it seems to be only affecting the eu i haven't heard any issues us wise redeeming tokens so um yeah. yeah hopefully they i think it's already fixed so should be good but a couple weird couple days we'll say of of not being able to and tokens i think are like massive over there so yeah um yeah they are um and then a couple quick quick hitters uh dragonflight collector's edition was off the store for a while it's back on um so like it hasn't been on since the expansion came out basically so if you mm-hmm. wanted to pick that up for whatever reason um get the get the like special pets and stuff from the collector's edition you can do that yep. um and then they also uh are releasing solo self-found mode for uh for hardcore classic Four. in nine days yeah the Eight, 29th no, no 11 days i'm bad yeah. at math <laughs> The 11 day solo self found, which if you're not familiar with the rule set, just means that like you can't trade gear or buy gear. Like yeah. solo self found from uh, like the ARPG world of like 
Diablo and, and PoE is basically like anything that drops for you or drops only are for you. Uh, yeah. And you can only use things that drop for you. You can't like trade or sell or anything like that. So, and that's um, that's how the like the the hardcore mode that got populated, like the add-on, mm-hmm. um, was built. Like it it would not let you like if you used mail and the auction house and stuff, it would you know like basically fail you. Yeah. And um, so this actually turns it off as part of the rules of the game, and will enforce that. And I think. For me, that's the preferable way because, like, when I played hardcore, I wasn't using the auction house really. Oh, yeah, no. It kind of like I reached the point where I was like, well, I might as well use the auction house because everybody else is going to be because it's allowed now, but it still felt weird. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, but no, cool. This is the the next, I think, the next big thing in the the hardcore uh, realm, Solo Cell found. Uh, um, and then sorry. lastly, last little news bit uh, the this fluorescent fluorescent green mechano strider it's been so in the game cool. files since vanilla oh it's so it's so never awesome, been actually. obtainable now drops from the last boss of uh the nomergan raid in season of discovery yeah have, so you, have you gotten to do that yet i have not i'm actually only level 30 i have Oof. yeah we've been taking a little break we'll say from i'm i'm a whole level 20 now so you know i'm getting there nice you're cutting up there but yeah this is so cool so yeah the this has sort of been like a we'll say like the unicorn mount we'll say for a lot of people who who know the history but yeah this is like you said it's been in the game since um since vanilla it's very much like the uh there's a couple other items that have just been in the game files never been dropped or never seen or only seen maybe once or twice right by accident yeah. this is sort of one of those ones so yeah it's cool this that they added one this of the by game. accident ones right like yeah. this is one that somebody got from a gm on yep. accident yeah and so there, w- there was previously one ever in the world and now you can get in season discoveries a drop from the new raid which i think is like su- awesome like super appropriate raid wise it's no more gone you know so like the mech like all the mechs and stuff like that makes sense for the mount yeah. to be there and um, yeah. it's awesome that they added this to like season discovery as sort of a uh, we'll say like it's an easter egg it's awesome that it's an amount that drops which is cool but then like if you know the history it makes it i think in my mind just yeah kind of cooler so it's um, it's also um just going to point out like a free mount yeah it's true too and is- that's completely irrelevant in retail right like a raid boss drops a mount and it's purely cosmetic but this is like it's actually like that's a lot of gold for your writing training and for your mount so oh, yeah uh, so yeah yeah it saves you like 10 gold which is like not an insignificant amount of money um yeah so um which is cool so so yeah they've, they've added that in there which is an awesome little little easter egg for season discovery folks um but cool i think maybe on to like the the main topic for the uh last, the last, little, bit sort of, last little bit here is is mdi is going on um currently, which uh so Number one, MDI, you know, it's basically like how much will Echo win by is the way I look at MDI nowadays. Um, like, no. And the answer to this time is not. Not too much. Yeah. I mean, I no disrespect to other competitors, but I've always, and even to Echo themselves, but I feel like they've been a little bit on autopilot the last couple of MDIs because they've been far and away like head and shoulders above the rest of the field, which is awesome for them. It just makes, from a spectator's perspective, we'll say less exciting. Um, but not the case this time. Echo did lose, I think, late yesterday. Uh, or maybe earlier today, um, to a team called Dogs. Um, they were dropped into lower bracket, which I didn't actually do the research on this. So, like, this is me just making things up. I think this is the first series they've lost, like, since, like, maybe, like, the second or third MDI, right? Like, I, I feel like it has been expansions, like, multiple expansions where they've dropped a series. That they've dropped maps, really good. yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's good that we're getting a little bit of competition here, a little bit of, you know, maybe somebody else, you know, flowed to the top here, um, which is awesome. Um, but like you were hinting at, um, the other interesting aspect of MDI this season is, uh, not too many healers in a lot yeah. of these keys. So that, that whole series that Echo lost to, to Team Dogs, um, there was one healer across both teams across all three dungeons yeah one key they did a, yeah, dogs had a healer in their fall and that was the only healer that only healer key only yep. healer that was played in any of the keys so yep the other two keys zero healers uh they they were for reference 23 uh atal Dazar, which atal Dazar notoriously a key that does not need healing <laughs> yeah you can like people do 
do shenanigans on live with that in very high keys. Um, because like Raza doesn't do any raid wide damage. The um, troll boss does, but you can kind of counteract it with stuff like Shadow Priest, Vampiric Embrace, and other like kind of off healing kind of stuff. Um, and then uh, the other one being 22 Everbloom, which that mage boss seems scary without a like this is 22 tyrannical volcanic sanguine everbloom that mage boss seems scary without a healer not for the tank but for the dps yeah but the comp that they ran for this they've got the shadow priest so they do have the vampiric embrace um they've got an augmentation of ochre so that also just provides a bunch of defensive value uh they've got a fire mage so the fire mage can bring a mass barrier which mm-hmm then maybe lets you get through one of those uh one of those um firestorms on the mage boss and then of course uh not of course but like they have a warlock which is like warlocks just exist yeah they don't need healing they are healing they are healing yeah yeah um no and I, yeah i haven't i'm able to catch too much of this watch a couple of runs i'll say a little bit earlier today um but yeah, no, it's been a it, it's MDI time, so it's always fun. The other the other side of this too, to me, which I always find hilarious, is that it's also Mythic Plus Hotfix time. Yeah, uh, a lot of tech I, that was found during time trials has been fixed, so they don't use it in the actual competition. Yeah, which is just I always I guess this is like the similar idea of like raid. I guess raids are less you know less of an issue, but like the one funny fix out of all, so tons of Mythic Plus Hotfixes, some to like fix like. You know, extreme you know exploits like Everbloom. There was a way to um, mind control one of the Stinger mobs, and like yeah. their Venom burst would just cast continuously. So it would do like I think I think there were there's some logs where it's like a quarter of the total group damage. Try this one percent of the group okay. damage. Forty Jesus. Okay, so like yeah. uh, tons of damage from like a mind control mob that should be there. They hot fixed. One of the tides had a similar one. You could mind control uh, the Tempest witches that put the like lightning circles on people. Okay, yeah, and have them it, literally the same thing. They would put it on, put it on enemies. It, literally just the same bug, but different dungeon. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so I mean, like clearly yeah. intended, but like too powerful. Yeah, a little bit too crazy. Um, but then you get this dark heart thicket, uh, <laughs> hotfix. Which, if you're not familiar with this, there was a world quest that could spawn outside of dark heart thicket. I believe it was that would change the mobs in the the dungeon, like change the composition, right? And yeah. when it changes the composition, I believe it actually changes like the fact that you can't get enough count. Not maybe it's not enough count, but like it changes the route you have to do. Yeah, it, it changes the route. It's it's potentially random. So like some some days that world quest could be up, some days not. So yeah. they've uh they've removed that randomness from from that. But I mean, it's kind of random because whether the world quest is up or not is random. But also, it's been a thing since. Legion. Uh, MOP, or actual, from Legion, actual sorry. Legion. Yeah, yeah, so it's like what a nah, eight, nine year old bug or whatever. Um, so, but yeah, it's uh, it's fun the the things that they fix as they go back. So, tons of other um sort of items like Waycrest Manor got a ton of just um, like fixes to to correct a couple bugs in there. Um, you know things like that. So, um, yeah, but yeah. There's uh, some of the ones that I didn't expect. Uh, one of the ones I want to call out here, the Pallid Gorgers in Waycrest Manor. It's not something that was on my, my on my radar, but the, the Pallid Gorgers are, these one, are the ones in the kind of second area near the pig mm-hmm. that leap around. They like leap to players and they have the frontal and all this stuff. Um, there's two hotfixes for those. Three, actually. One where they can sometimes melee players when they leap to them, which explains a lot of the random deaths. Yeah. Those things are scary for, well, I guess they're less scary now, but were scary for for DPS players. Uh, and then also reduce their melee damage by 66%. That's wild. Which those pulls are always a little bit spooky, but because of the, the silence casts from mm-hmm. the banquet, banquet dudes, whatever they're called, um, stewards, uh, you do a lot of kiting on them kind of naturally because you have to stay out of those silence circles um, or you you die. <laughs> yeah, or you are dead. <laughs> um, so uh, I guess that it kind of explains where some of that unexpected damage comes from because those things do not look like they should be doing that much melee damage. 
Um, wild. I didn't realize how big that nerf was. I'll be yeah. And then they also fixed an issue where, quote, Pally Gorger can ignore players and run away. Um, <laughs> that That's like having Pally Gorger singular, it's part of the quote. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, White Crest Manor also frequent hotspot of extremely funny pathing issues. Yeah. Yeah, that whole, God, that whole instance. I get the aesthetic. It's just those hallways still haunt me like camera wise and stuff like that so yeah it's it's so much easier now that they've nerfed sanguine yeah no that's true that i do not hate it as much i'll say uh the couple times i've been in there on sanguine week so um but yeah but i think the the rest of the rest of mdi is is sort of continuing um so this is group a i think group b is next week if i remember correctly yeah next weekend is group b and then grand finals are, or global finals, I'm sorry, are March 8th through the 10th. So in about three weeks from now, right? Um, there'll be a weekend off and then then it'll be global finals. So so, uh, so in the exciting news, um, we may be getting an Echo versus Dogs rematch in the lower finals game. Uh, so there's oh. uh, the lower series uh, or lowest, lower semis between Team Legendary and Team Echo. And if Echo wins that, they go to the grand finals. If they lose that, they go to the lower finals and face Dogs again. Uh, oh. Dogs lost to Last Hope in the in their semifinal game. Oh, interesting. We got we got a shakeup going on here. I love yeah. to see it. That's awesome. Who is a? Uh, oh, Last Hope is Dorky and Goop and those guys and Smacked. Okay. And then Dogs is Dr. J. I only know Dr. J and Soda Axe. Okay. Shell, Shell's in there. Shella. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shell, yeah. It. Sorry. Yeah, the Warlock. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, yep. cool. Um, no, that's that'll be interesting. Yeah, I mean, it seems like I might actually watch this this afternoon now. Because like like I yeah. said, like when we started this, like typically it's like who's playing for second place, right? Because Yeah. And I mean, right now the legend the first legendary versus echo uh game just started. Um, nice. They have not yet reached the first boss of Rise, uh, nice. so some content for this afternoon. I love it. I love it. This um, afternoon, if you're watching us live, if you're not watching us live, well, you're probably not watching us live it. anymore because the MDI is going on. But yeah, also MDI is over if you're listening to this tomorrow. So yeah, uh, well, Group A is over. Yeah, Group A. That's true. That's true. Group B next week. Yeah, so. you can you can ping anomaly and tell him who won. That's true. I will probably. Well, I might watch it. We'll see. Um, yeah, I think I mean, MDI is always fun. Uh, what else? There was one other thing I wanted to bring up because I think I think that's it from a topics point of view that we had. Um, Unless you want to talk more about like four heel dungeons. Yeah, oh, I mean, we were gonna we were gonna pick your main. Oh, it's you... true, my new main. I guess we should we should introduce that a little All bit. Right, so the last, okay. last part of this. Why are you no longer healing? So I will say that I, it is a it is for me like I. Like we talked a little bit about it as I was describing Firek. And when I look back at when I had the most fun playing this game, particularly just fun playing the game, regardless of played a healer or not, right? Have been those like moments of like feeling like I, I got excited to kill bosses, right? Like I got excited yeah. about it. And I will say, like, I have not been ex- like every boss fight, I'll honestly say, since probably gosh, I have to look back, but probably since Denathrius, right? So it's been two plus expansions. Killing the last boss has been like a relief versus like an excitement thing, right? Yeah. It's been like, great, this is over. I cannot raid because we're taking our biggest break ever. We take two weeks off. We are taking two weeks off. So we don't. I don't raid again until March fifth, like with the guild, right? So, um, I think it's just in general a ton of burnout. And coupled with that, like I, healing this expansion, even last expansion, has it feels like, and this is probably just me personally. It's overwhelming. I'll say like to play the game. Cause it's like managing not only like healing people and being in my raid frames to do that, but then also like movement and positioning being extremely important. Right. And so like, I get it. The game is, has to up difficulty, but for me, at least it's getting to the point where I can't do both. I can't sit yeah. in my raid frames and heal people and make decisions based on that. And then also make positioning decisions and potentially have a positioning decision that will wipe the raid. Like, if yeah. I don't position right on Smolderon for my orb and I for lose track of it as I'm healing people because they're dying, then like I wipe I wipe the raid, right? So in yeah. general, it's just been a lot more stressful, I'll say. Um, and I think coupled with like my less like 
limited enjoyment of the game and like less excitement i've also sort of slacked in terms of like dude, we didn't do healing cooldowns for fire fp3 hopefully argo doesn't actually listen to this but like we winged it in <laughs> p3 i was calling things as they came off cooldown i was like uh next thing use that like that's how we did it uh yeah. and so um it just like in general like i'm not fully invested in being a healer so i think that part of it's like if i'm not fully invested in doing it i don't want to put my raid through like me basically playing like half the healing class right? i think that's totally fair like, yeah so um so that's my mindset so that's why i want to change i don't think i'm done with rating i'll say um so before when augmentation was coming out you were going to be an aug main is that is that dead the is that dead is the spreadsheet thing too much so the problem with being this is and this is why i need to play a class that cannot heal is that going doing that like the problem that coincided with monk becoming like misweaver basically getting, getting really good. good yeah so it's like that that thing of like i want to play a better class we had some augs already on the the roster also yeah like the spread like that became a very similar idea of like okay now i have a little bit of, i have a mini raid frame that my eyes are on because i have to make sure i buff the right person right and so yeah. i kind of it's funny i i think it coincided with me playing a lot more wrath classic and in wrath classic i'm, I'm a hunter and so like yeah. i don't care like i don't know where my raid frames are on my screen most of the time like i don't know we're wiping unless like why like, because we're doing lich king now so i know when we're wiping because everybody just dies but like in general <laughs> like i don't like in most fights i'm like i don't i don't know if we're wiping or not like i don't know what the raid's doing like all of a sudden yeah. the raid leader's like wipe it i'm like i thought we were doing great um <laughs> so i want to i think in that regard that sort of pushed me more towards like yeah i just want to i just want to do damage and not care about anything else all right this is maybe a little bit of heresy but have you considered playing blood dk uh no i will if never you, i will not you, tank if you don't want to care about anything that's happening in the fight blood dk is actually hilariously good at that that's like their whole shit that is awesome no i i uh i don't want to tank so i tanked it i tanked nyalotha yeah and i have i still to this day i think i tanked a couple of um keys like earlier on in the expansion like lower not hard ones whatever I still get PTSD from movement. I still get like from positioning things. And it's just, yeah, I literally just want to like fair. turn my brain off and be like, I have to yeah. hit these buttons. So yeah, that's my, that's my goal with this whole, like, honestly, sounds like melee brain. That's what, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's either in, in my, in my mind, it's, it's either it's lit. I think now I, I told the story, I think before the podcast, but I drunkenly boosted a demon hunter the other day. Um, Cause I was like, I just want to, I want, I want movement like a monk, but I don't want to be able to do, healing right and so like i was like demon hunters got tons of movement they got leech they're yeah. self-sustained all this fun stuff i hate it i did like three keys i hate it like i'm i'm out 60 bucks it's great <laughs> do, um, do you hate it all right so do you hate it because you don't know it or do you hate it because you don't like it uh it's more than likely a combination of the two so that's the other problem is that i think we talked about this is i just probably need to pick something and spend like two weeks just like grinding it and yeah. then make my decision so i've come to the conclusion after the dh thing which maybe dh comes back on the table after i spend a little more time with it but i think i've narrowed it down to either being a hunter which i think is fine i like ranged it's got a ton of movement beastmaster is really good right now but even when it's marksman there's not a ton of standing still stuff i don't think uh, um, is there a lot of standing still stuff aim shot okay so hunter off the table um <laughs> so then it's like literally probably warrior demon hunter or rogue because i don't dk see always seems to me like a bunch of like like dps dk seems like a little bit of a math problem of like keeping up dots and hitting buttons but yeah i dp dps dk is also not in a great state right now since yeah. the aug related nerfs unholy dk has not been great um and uh frost dk frost dk playing the two-handed blip build is fun as hell okay accepting keys it sucks because you have to be in death and decay to do any AOE because you can't really take frost scythe. Gotcha. Okay. So it's not a positional stuff. So you drop your death and decay and you start obliterating and then the tank moves the shit out of the death and decay and you <laughs> literally cannot cleave. Nice. Nice. You literally are like a single target DPS for until your death and decay is off cooldown. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. So I've kind of, 
I've kind of then I, I think I've narrowed it down to like probably melee DPS and probably either rogue yeah. warrior. I didn't even think S- about warrior, but strong point in favor of melee. The you have probably the least positioning decisions to make as a melee DPS because so much of it is just following around the thing that you're supposed to be killing. You have to stay yeah. in melee range of it. You have to decide where to stand in that context and sometimes decide to disconnect from it so you don't die. Yeah. But it's yeah. not like if you were playing Hunter on Firek, right? One of the things you would be doing is you would be baiting the frontals in phase one. Yeah. Right? Baiting frontals on, yeah. If you don't want to be positioning to bait frontals and all that stuff, then, you know, play melee where you don't have to. That is true. Yeah, and I was thinking too, like the, yeah, I definitely think it's, it ends up being melee, but I'm wondering, and now, now I'm, the warrior thing is sort of throwing me for a loop because I've never played, a D, so fun little tidbit, I've never played a warrior uh, since Classic, and that warrior was played by a little program called Honor Buddy, or Glider, I'm sorry. Uh, which oh, I'm not familiar man. with Glider. It was a bot program, and they leveled my warrior from one to sixty, uh, and then I tanked. I think one molten core with it, and that was it. <laughs> so, uh, is that a count ban? Yeah, okay, no, that's got, I thought. it did. To be fair, it did not get banned for botting. Uh, okay, got, did it get banned for gold buying? No, not even gold buying. I well, I um, God, the story. I maybe also gold buying. <laughs> I stole. I oh, I had boy, account info is... from a friend. Uh-huh. who then became not a friend logged into the account see. they were the they were the guild bank of the guild that i previously was in sent all of their what was the oh the ore that made thunder fury yeah more yeah sent, sent them all sent my my account all of that sold it on the auction house and then or no sent all that to me and then i oh cod it back to the person from an extra character on my account as a joke it was like you can have this all back uh, and, and two days later, I was permanently banned. Um, and then when I when I tried to appeal it, they like <laughs> the GM was like, uh, "It's because you hacked in their account and then sent this up back." Like we don't condone that at all, and you're never getting this account back. I was like, "So there's no chance." They're like, "Yeah, like, great." Um, so yeah, that's the last that's, time I played a warrior. That's yeah. That's what, kinda, oh my god! I was kind I, of that's wild. not what I was expecting yeah. at all. I was kind of mean back in the day um yeah so yeah no i think i need to find a new dps class it sounds like melee probably fury warrior is fun you get neat legendaries like every other tier they don't always call them legendaries but they always exist you know we've got the jathis we've got the gavel we've got actual legendary from this tier uh if you wanted to be spicy you could use rash on weapon from last year for funsies uh Maybe yeah, I think now. now oh, Notharian the, had a special weapon too. Like this, is, you're just yeah, low, that's true. Like, Fuck. So warrior, warrior would be. I think I think right now, the more that I'm thinking about it, just talking it with you, I think it's warrior rogue. The only thing that I'm rogue to me has always is is a class that like you can always get out of stuff. It's got cloak. It's got faint. Yep. Like you, you're not as self. When we assign cloak as an immunity, that's true. And yeah, then it's not as fun, but. Yeah, I think the other thing I have to to balance is like my raid has two really good rogues, and so it's like, do you want to really be rogue number three? Yeah, because I would definitely like whatever DPS I play, I'm like bottom of the barrel, right? Like, whereas if you played warrior, you could give Argo an excuse to play something that isn't warrior. There's not, dude. I don't think he has another character. At fucking seventy, <laughs> it is not a warrior, dude. I mean, but that doesn't matter. You can still give him a hard time over. Like, you could play something else. Yeah, I you could play an warrior. actual tank class, like a paladin or something that we could use that has some sort of utility on that stupid fight. God. Maybe, maybe <laughs> if you had played paladin, I wouldn't have switched off of Mistweaver because you yeah. could spell ward me. Oh, uh, well, our disc would take that anyway. God, yeah. I hate our disc priest. Well. Um, no, but yeah, that is, I'll have to, well, well this will be an ongoing saga. Maybe, maybe for next, since I don't have raid this week, maybe I spend Tuesday and Thursday just grinding keys on something. Nice. Spend, spend nice. more money. Level up characters. a warrior. Like you, you probably have an old warrior somewhere that you like halfway leveled and then abandoned. Or that I was like max level in uh, in BFA or whatever and is now level 40. I do. I should check. I probably do. I probably, oh yeah, I have, I have, <laughs> I have MT shouts, main tank shouts. <laughs> my warrior's name. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Crossrealm Mythics open, Crossrealm oh, Guilds next uh next expansion. Oh, it's have to, time for oh, it. Oh, doesn't have to be on that's right. Fuck, I'm logging in right now. We're gonna check this out. So <laughs> Yeah. 
Oh, there you go. There you go. Problem solved. I, I am the alt whisperer. You're going to come back next week and you're going to be a warrior main or not. It. And in which case I didn't give you that advice. That is true. Oh, damn. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we'll be a warrior main warrior. I think now we're a warrior rogue demon hunter hunter. You're out of here. So, uh, but yeah, that is going to be it for the show today. Uh, Echo just won the first game of their series against legendary. Nice. Uh, nice. So if, uh, if, you you know show's over go watch echo i i don't know whether to root for echo going to the grand finals or for echo to have a rematch against dogs um i think they to be fair looking at the bracket they have to play dogs either way they have to go through the lower finals first do they yeah so they have to play they play play dogs regardless yeah whoever loses this lower semi is just out Uh, just out yeah Yeah. so okay Yeah, yeah, yeah all right so there'll right. be a rematch regardless, but yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. So that is uh that's gonna be it for the show today. Uh thank you all for watching and or listening. And if you enjoyed this podcast and you want to support it and the work that we do over on the Pika Strategy, you can do that over at our Patreon at patreon.com slash Strategy. And of course, come and join the Discord. It is the best place to bother anomaly about <laughs> things with Miss Weaver, which he no longer mains. I know nothing about that class. It's deleted from my brain. <laughs> um, I can just see there's lights reflecting off your glasses, and that's just um, oh yeah. My head cannon is that that's you've already logged in. You're playing Fury Warrior. It's all the buttons lighting up, all those procs going off. Oh yeah, a plus. No, it's, it's my eye tracker. I think reflecting oh. off my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's gonna be it for the show today. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye.